You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Maybe I'm crazy, but there was too much blood in the boxing this weekend. Ooh, was a bloody, bloody boxing match? It was, yes. Punisher 2's out, so I'm, I'm watching oh a lot of blood God, on TV yes. right now. Is it fully out? Is it all the whole series it out? Is the, it's out. They're not going to make another season, so you got to really enjoy this one. Really? But it's out. It's fun so stuff. Good. So good. So oh. good. I never you watched. It's wonderful, huh? Yeah, I didn't know you watched Punisher. Oh, we watched it in like two days. It's so good. It was so disappointing that there wasn't more, because we watched it in two days. Amen. Uh, also started watching True Detective. This was not how I planned on starting the show. But, yeah. um, Blood. Uh, yes. Also started watching True Detective. I'm pretty sure they, they were like, let's start the season slower. Than the previous two seasons, I, I've heard. I've heard it's a it's a it's a marathon. It is definitely a, a marathon. I'm hoping you know it, it cracked off in season one in episode four, mm-hmm. so I'm hoping. Ooh, like an extra crack this week. Yeah, yeah, I'm what, a, extra crack, <laughs> crack, crack, gang, gang. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. All right, welcome to the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. Sorry for that incredibly long intro. We usually try to do a quick beat there. Got a little sidetracked. Um, all right, so obviously we're going to talk about NFL Championship Weekends. Mm-hmm. We are going to talk about the Lakers. Uh, we'll get into the overtime rules, which everyone's complaining about. Yeah, Zion Williamson, so. mm-hmm. uh, the Rams being very, very petty. Uh, Tony Romo, the MVP race. Uh, if we're calling it, is this time for MVP race in the NBA? I don't know. We're going to discuss it, though. Before the season, it was yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Patriots still think they're underdogs. Uh, we'll talk about UFC, a little boxing, and uh, obviously the culture report Gee. we'll get to today. Um Championship weekend was fun. Hey. I'm Joy Taylor. That's Brandon Newman. Hola. Uh, we usually like to introduce ourselves at the right, top. Right, right. Uh, not exactly the outcome I was hoping for. Yeah, none of us, really. Um, because I have no integrity as a journalist, and I root for people. I don't consider myself a journalist, so it doesn't matter. What? The, the, I'm sorry. I had a flashback to last episode where you criticized me for being a fanboy in my picks. So I, I, I was no, 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 no. I wasn't criticizing you about being a fanboy. I was criticizing you for for disguising opinion oh, okay. with your desires. I think we all do that. I can give my opinion yes. and have it not align with what I want, right. which I'll get to in a moment. Yes. But I can still admit that I have biases. Like, for yeah. example, I really don't want to watch another damn Patriots Super Bowl, but that's what we're going to do, and we're going to talk about it, and I'm going to give them the credit they deserve for, for being uh, the Sith Lords. Of the sports universe. What else is going on in China? Uh, but I was right about my Rams Super Bowl prediction. Yes. The Steelers not going to the Super Bowl, which was my other prediction. Um, and then I picked the Chiefs this weekend, which um, outside what? No, yeah, you picked Yeah, Chiefs, outside yeah. of a D Ford uh, penalty. I can't do what I usually do. D Ford, <sighs> why no one, no one's, I feel like people are talking, but I don't know if they're. Here's the problem. Tony Romo is such an offensive-minded person, and everyone's talked about Tony Romo, and we'll get to his call, but he's so offensive-minded that I don't think enough time was spent on that D Ford call. He changed here's the game the, with a minute and one second left to go. I, I, I'm trying to, to spare him, I guess. Yes, but it maybe was the biggest brain fart 
in the history of Kansas City Chiefs organization. It just, it sucks. Like it's, It didn't have to be called. Uh, Talk about call. I don't want to get to the referee thing. But anyways, oh, we're going to get to the referee. Basically, the, the, let me just say, the Chiefs were not supplying a rush at all. The fact that Tom Brady has not been sacked all playoffs is is insane. Right. D4 was like, okay, I'm about to get to Tom Brady on this snap. And he lined up off sides in the, in, the, in the neutral zone. It happens all the time. The best, you live and die by your stars in the playoffs. I thought Patrick Mahomes was going to be one of the guys that was well, the reason you, why you the Chiefs You know what it all says? It's, it was not, it's not who makes the big play at the end. It's who doesn't f*** up. Mm. And in the playoffs especially. It's, well, yes, of course. And that's that's kind of what happened in, the, mm. in that spot. Because we want to talk about the overtime and Mahomes like, getting the ball back. And we can talk about them being terrible in the first half. But it, it, like the game was over on that play. And they were going to the Super Bowl. And look, the penalties and overtime are the biggest conversations about those two games. But we can start with the Rams and Saints since they were the first game of the day. And obviously, uh, you know, everyone is talking about that that penalty, that pass interference penalty. Man. And look, um, he got blown up. Like it was, it was clearly pass interference. It was the most blatant, obvious pass interference call maybe in the history of the NFL. And that's why everyone's freaking out. Like if it had it been a, a bang bang play, no one would be freaking out because right. you felt like it could go either way. But he hit him so early. Okay, so you just said the truest thing I've heard about this because a lot of people are saying worst call in NFL history, and like <laughs> that may be the case. And but you got a lot of footage to work. That was definitely no question the most blatant pass interference play that I've that uh, most of us have ever seen. Well, I'm sure we can pull up some other. Pass interference play, examples, but pass it was, interference play. It was just, it was so obvious, and the ref is standing right there, and it, it, it did change the course of the game. And, and look, like you still had an opportunity to go win, mm-hmm. still had overtime after that. And I'm of the opinion that if you are a great team, you gotta come, you gotta come back together yeah. and make it happen. That's kind of what happened. I mean, LeBron James with, and and uh, J.R. Smith. Like, that situation in game one. Yeah. Like, you still had an opportunity to win that game. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, he did ruin the situation. Apart, yeah. It was an all-time brain fart. But you still could have got like just take a deep breath, bring everyone together, forget what just happened. Just forget it. Don't even mention it. It didn't happen. We have to win the game. Like, that's something that has to happen. And the it did The Rams did that. The, in, in a weird way, the Rams did that. Look, the Rams looked like a fucking disaster at the beginning of that game i thought it was going to be a blowout Mm -hmm. i was very nervous for my pick which is really the only thing that i cared about and crowd noise it was i mean it was incredibly loud everyone's mad at the whistle monster i i did not hear the whistle monster i was i don't know if maybe my ears don't pick up that tone or something but it did not everyone was freaking out about it maybe i'm just like superiorly made i didn't hear it reverse dog ears yeah yeah yeah. I, i was i saw it but it didn't affect me as I was watching the game, it did not bother me. So maybe, right. maybe we're both just elite. I don't know, but it, it it just it was it was not a problem for me. I'm sorry. Um, sorry to everyone else who got annoyed by it, but New Orleans just just really fell apart after. Like they they did not do what they needed to do. Like you have you have that lead, like thirteen points. Keep some of that lead. All right, just keep some of it. Control the game. And this is why I picked the Rams, because I, I did not – New Orleans' offense yeah. was not looking the way it was looking for the first half of the regular season. Pedestrian, some would say. Sure, whatever yes. that means. Just just They needed to be better, all right? They went from scoring – averaging 37 points in a game to 19. Like, yes. it, it's a clear and obvious drop-off. Big difference. All right, that is. Yeah. It is a big difference, mm-hmm. yes. And the Rams were awesome, and then they're going to have to go on the road and play in a dome. I'll be at a loud dome, and it looked bad at first, but Sean McVay – 
and Jared Goff made it happen. Like, I, I understand it's a bad penalty. There were bad penalties all game. Like, there, was, there, there was a face mask missed by Jared Goff, mm-hmm. like, in the red zone. And, and I, I get it. Like, I understand why Saints fans are upset. I would be furious. I would be out of my mind. It really comes down to this for me. Why doesn't the NFL just put out a statement? Is it really that hard? Is it really that hard? The reason why I am on the side of I don't think they should or need to is every football player who has ever played football at any level, their legacy and how how they played was dictated on a call at some point in time that was subjective. So subjective calling is a part of football. Refs interject themselves into games, NFL games, more than they do any other sport because they're on the mic. They, there's an ego thing there. Sure. And it's just a part of the game. So there's no need to be in a, uh, an apology because it'll be like them playing apologies like, sorry, Roby Coleman or whatever dude name blew up him so hard. Like, yeah, we need to tell people not to hit us hard. Like, that's what they've been doing. No, it's not about the hit, though. And, and, and it's not an opinion play. Like, everyone knows, everyone knows and has admitted that was an obvious pass interference. It's the most obvious pass interference in the history of pass interference. There is, there's, there's nothing else to it. He blew him up. So, uh, but what, is, so, what, is, so what is the NFL, the NFL giving a statement do? What does that do? Here's the thing. It's, it's just like in a relationship, right? If you do something, even if you're not responsible for right. what went wrong, Mistrust just apologize. Yeah. Even if you're, not, even if you had no control of the situation, mm-hmm. had nothing to do with you, there was nothing in your life you could have done to prevent it from happening. If they're upset, just apologize. Okay, it it just makes people feel better. It just makes people feel heard. Football okay? fans don't need to feel better about the outcome of a game when everyone else already agrees on it. Like that's what this is. And There's here's all what this else content it does. From there is all, here's is what else it, it does. Okay, the Saints fans don't care about that though. And here's what I bet else they're it watching does. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna be in the comments. Yeah, Joy Wright. Yeah, yeah. Apologize. Like what? Why? Because what? it's gonna make them feel better. I didn't even feel better. It's just gonna make people feel heard. People just want to be heard. Okay. Understood. Yes. yes. And more importantly, they got it fucking wrong. And it's not a. It's not one of those things were like, well, the receiver didn't pitch him first. There's nothing I'm else to it. You, it, 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 it changed it. Every football it, game, it, they could call of course, a, a play, of course they a could, flag. Which is why, which is the why di- there's no, the there's no reason to change the to, to put pass interference in replay. Please don't do that. It is my absolute nightmare. Yeah. Please do not do that. It would slow down the game. The games would be 17 hours. It would be exhausting. It, it just it would be impossible. Yeah. The only way to even possibly do that would be you have one pass interference challenge per game, period. First and second half. I I I yeah. The 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 things that can change. If you guys want that, you want uh every quarter of football to be as long as that fourth quarter was with the Chiefs and in the Patriots. Okay, like, but that's it, what you want. It, if you it, want that. And even if you did change that, why not change uh, the offsides calls? Why not make that challengeable? Why not make holding calls or face mask calls or horse collar? Like those are also egregious calls that could change the course of the game. Like any, you can't, you can't start replaying these kind of penalties because, like you said, they're on every single play. The refs can't watch every player. They're going to miss stuff. They're human. It's part of the game. It is, as Sean McVay said, an imperfect game. Right. That situation though is unique. It definitely affected the game. I totally get it that they had the the overtime to go and win it. They did. They didn't make it happen. There was a why. Why would you throw the ball in that spot? Why? Why not just run the clock down? Like there's 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 so many things there. I just get where Saints fans are coming from. You're not going to win that lawsuit though. However, so just drop that. I understand it hurts. We're not changing the pass interference rules. It's not happening. I feel you. I understand you. I hear you. And I think that the NFL should just apologize.
That's all there is to it. As far as the Rams go, I am the biggest Rams fan humanly Stop. imaginable. I am Stop. all aboard bandwagon. Uh, what do they do? What's the Rams? Rams up. Go Rams, go! No, no, it's Ram. It's like I've been. I went to three Rams games this year. Stop! Don't do that. It's a. Wait, the thing curve goes this way. Ram up. No, that that is that that's. Like we're in LA now or something. You gotta you gotta give the the. We changed cities. It's huge for the NFL that the Rams are in the Super Bowl. The conspiracy theories of the of the of the world agree with you. I'm. I don't think it's a conspiracy because I I think that. The Saints still had overtime, and you know they, they still yeah, had opportunities yeah, yeah, to, to win the game. It yeah. wasn't like the last walk-off play of the game where that happened. Able to run the ball, um, there's some other theaters. things that happened. Yeah. yeah, they could have you know played some defense, mm-hmm. and then and then there. Um, yes, it's huge for the NFL that that it's one of the LA teams that they just relocated out of the three California teams that mm-hmm. they're relocating is in the Super Bowl. It's huge for this market. It's a big market. No one cares about this. It's inside baseball. I'm just saying it is huge. Uh, I, uh, I'm just saying the league office were was we were they were popping uh gold slogger yes, rumble mints, yes. whatever gold whatever they <laughs> whatever they drink around there. Um oh, what's that movie? It's certainly not expensive champagne because you know. Right. Yeah, that's that's what the that's what the Patriots do. Because they got they got they got the bag like that. Um listen, the Rams going to the Super Bowl. I, I was with Colin this whole time about like it's important if you're a player, you want the Rams to go to Super Bowl because it proves that like you can make big moves in free agency. But what Sean McVay is doing is trying to make an NFL team build it like an NBA team because NBA teams win championships by big piece, big piece, big, big piece. And obviously it takes Sean McVay, an analytical football guy who actually knows football, to know like we can have dog shit linebackers and have the best D-line possible and some big safeties and uh, uh, DBs in the back to help us and then get to the Super Bowl. But... I don't think it's going to help them win. They're not. The Rams are basically like the replacements. Like Jared Goff's like Shane Falco. Like the they're they're running around. There's pieces. They're not going to win anything that matters. It's just it's like it's a moment. It's a moment. They just in time. won the NFC Championship game. Those don't matter according to Brandon. No, it matters. They're in the Super Bowl. Listen, for Rams up. Okay. <laughs> one house, one dream. That's what it is. Yeah. One house. Woo, that's terrible. One dream. One house, one dream. We don't even know how to act like one it. One house. Listen. One like, dream. Let me explain. One house. <laughs> one dream. Let me explain why the Rams going to Super Bowl is so weird for people out in L.A. At Notre Dame, remember that? Uh, at Notre <laughs> Dame, on the football team, there would be like the, the basketball team's going to the Elite Eight or the women's basketball team is in the Final Four again or a national championship again, and no one in South Bend cares because everyone cares about Notre Dame football. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on in L.A. right now. Everyone cares about Lonzo being injured, uh, LeBron being injured, what the Lakers are going to do with free agency. No one cares about the Super Bowl well, listen, because the Lakers are so here, important here's in the LA. thing. Here's the thing. The Rams haven't been in L.A. for a very long time. Yeah. So you can make the jokes. I know I saw the video tweeting of the, that, that random coffee bar or whatever it was <laughs> where there's four people sitting and then that's like, a normal LA sports bar uh, no it's not there are Rams fans I don't All I don't right. know I know one Rams fan um right. and he is a legitimate fan I don't yes. know any other because ones because he lived here back in the day probably right? uh yeah yeah that's the um, only ones that live so, they're literally like ARP programs for ra- real Rams fans okay but uh, but like that's not the Ram. that's not LA people's fault they, they weren't here you're supposed to be a fan of a team that doesn't exist in your city no 
Like most, most honestly, most LA people are probably Raiders fans who are not even going to yeah. be in California anymore. Yeah. So uh, look, I, I'm not going to get all crazy about. I, I hate the fan police. They're the most annoying people on earth. Uh, this one have to be a good fan. <laughs> you don't, you don't paint your, You're not there tailgating eight hours early. Shame on you. You're not a real fan. How are your streets still intact after winning the NFC championship? We burn our game. car after every game. Keep it real or keep it dull. I, I can't stand keep it. it okay, but uh, Sean, this is Zazlo Quay, uh, my old radio uh, partner. The point is, dismiss me with it, okay? Yes. It's not the, it's not LA, uh, Los Angeles' fault that there's not a lot of Rams fans here. Uh, the, the the parade will still be lit because people like to party oh, here. Oh, yes. Don't know where we're going to have it. But anyway, the point yeah, is, they're in the Super Bowl right. and I'm uh, Rams up. What is it? One team, one dream? Where we're going to have it. The Rams aren't winning one the Super house. Bowl. One house. One dream. One I don't. House, one dream. I don't even understand it. Whose house is it? Yeah, Rams what, house. What house? Oh, that's, minute, that's that's the chant. Whose that, house that's is it? That's the chant. It's whose, whose house? house? Rams, Rams house. house. That's what it is. But that's not whose house. Ram, YG screams it. That that is what they scream during the game. Whose house? And they, Rams they, house. They, they, but that's not exclusive wave to the Rams. The Rams where's, terrible hey, towels. Where's, that's where's, what I'm saying. So now, now that this whose house? Rams house. Coliseum. Also, you said USC's house, and whoever wants to play their house, <laughs> they're now. What is it? One house, one nation? <laughs> what does that mean? One house, one dream. <laughs> one dream. Rams up. Dream. Let's dream of Wait, LA fans up? loving us. Horns up or are they tusks? What are you, stop flexing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, no, they're made of the same thing our toenails are made of. Disgusting. Well, that's a real, that's a real I, can't, I can't even talk about fingernails. Y'all have two books back in the day? Um, I just can't we do gotta it. Go to the next toenails day. are disgusting. Yeah. Um, if you want to see me instantly gag, actually, I don't know who anyone is disturbed enough to do this, but if you put a um, just a single clipping of a toenail or a fingernail, I will m- maybe throw up. Text Michelle about it's that. It's really gross. All right, yeah, so we don't have a lot of time to talk about New England and the Chiefs here, but. Yes. Um, Basically, uh, I'm very tired of seeing a Patriots Super Bowl. I think I speak for everyone outside of the Boston area when I say uh, we're damn tired of these Patriots. Like I've just had enough of it. I don't. I don't want to see it. I don't care. There's nothing that interests me about the Patriots in the Super Bowl at all. Which is why I'm joking about the Rams bandwagonness. Um, I'm not a Rams fan at all, but I will be rooting hard for the Rams for multiple reasons. One, yeah. because I do like the way that they put them together, mm-hmm. but also put the team together. But also. I'm just so tired of the Patriots. And it's not about me hating greatness. I've been very appreciative of the yeah. greatness of Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've been very vocal about it. He is easily the greatest quarterback of all time. Maybe the best fo- football player of yeah. all time. Yeah. Um, although I still give the edge to Lawrence Taylor at this point. But, okay. you know, Jerry Rice is in that conversation as well. Yeah. Fine. It's Reginald. really a matter of, of preference. Yeah. But the point is... He's great, and and he cemented that for me in the Falcons Super Bowl comeback. Ooh, but I just don't crazy. care anymore. I'm tired of seeing this. I, it's it's not about like I hate the Patriots' greatness. No, I appreciate. I very much appreciate this this run. We will never see it again in sports. And believe me, I've had to watch all this shit for 20 years. Okay, mm. I'm a Dolphins fan and a Steelers fan. I fucking get it. Ooh, all right, I'm yeah. just tired of it. And I, and I and I feel like everyone agrees with me. Yeah, I, I, I but at this point in time, I'm. I'm not rooting for the new one because obviously everything against Tom Brady or whatever I've been saying up until this point. Because, but I'm I feel fatigued. I feel fatigued. Yes. Not on Patriots fatigue, but like almost like, like, damn. Like and, what? They, and they're not gonna win. Like the Eagles. I thought the Eagles were meant to win the Super Bowl, 
And it doesn't the, feel like the Rams are meant to no, win the Super Bowl. No, they're built to win the Super Bowl, and they're not going to because they're just built to win it. And the Eagles were destined to do it. And now we're looking at Tom Brady about going into his ninth Super Bowl, about to win his Jordan ring, his sixth ring with Bill Belichick. So what I am hoping for is that the inevitable happens. They win. It's close. There's a kicker that makes the last play, obviously. And then at the end of the day, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady are one year closer to retirement. No, I don't want them to win at all. Uh, like it's it's the worst. It's not case. about what we want. It's we the talked worst about case this. No, I'm we wanted Patrick Mahomes to be in this we're game. Right. I, and we'll talk about that in a second. But right. I didn't want. I don't want them to win at all. I never want them to win again. First of all, I don't want the Patriots to have as many Super Bowls as the Steelers. So it's very important to me that they that they lose this game. Okay, on a personal note. But more importantly, I, there's nothing else to talk about. Like we get it. Tom Brady is the greatest. We get it. Bill Belichick is the greatest. We get it. Gronk still reinvents himself. Like now he's the best blocking tight end in the league. Yeah. Okay, he's just an extra lineman. You just got an extra fucking lineman. Okay, and, how and, is that fair? And one that's eligible and can still make that one. We catch. get it. Julian Edelman. Oh, let's all talk, about, let's talk about Julian Edelman's hands because they were a key part of them First winning all, the Super Bowl. it hit his thumb. It hit his thumb. Okay? I don't know if it hit his thumb. It, it, may, hit his hit, thumb. it may have hit that TB12 Guerrero vein that was popping out, though. Juiced up jewels. Okay, I didn't say all that. I didn't say but that, that, was a, that, that was, was a privilege. That yeah, was a nice I drop. I, I like alliteration. Um, it, the, point, um, the point is it hit his thumb, and we know it hit his yes. thumb because it, immediately afterwards it hit his thumb. I don't think it hit his thumb. I don't think it hit his thumb. I don't think it hit. I honestly don't think it hit. I think it hit his shoulder. Possibly. I think we need to look at more angles of what it possibly hit. And also, love the advanced muff punt. Even though no one know, everyone knows you can't do that. I just love it because it's like it's just the the thrill of the game. All right. You know, well, more importantly, up. the Chiefs. The Chiefs had just a, an abysmal start to the game. I know you yeah. always defer, but I feel like you put your best unit on the field. I know it's edgy to take the ball first, okay? Mm. But just, you gotta come out there with some energy. Hot right? hand? Their defense feels like they've been the hot mm, thing? No, Maybe that? no, no, not, yeah. hot, not hot hand. The yeah. offense is what got, what got you there. Yeah. You, Mahomes is in his, his first AFC Championship game. You need to get him out there, make him feel confident, get the offense going. He looks very uncharacteristic. He's overthrowing. Uh, first down, what are you doing? It's three threw- and outs galore. Patrick Mahomes threw his first pass with five minutes left in the first quarter. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's a disaster. Like, he's, you, you, you get all this hype, this energy, and then he just sits on the sideline for the, almost the entire first quarter. But when he gets out there, like, the number – they are that good, though. It's, it, I heard someone say it's like the Warriors. Like, Patrick Mahomes in that offense is good enough to go out there. And that's why every time they're on defense, the Chiefs are on defense, I was thinking like I did as a Notre Dame player when it was like, you just got to let them score. You just got to let the other team no, score so you can get the ball back because they're going to score. Like, we play with Stanford, Toby Gerhardt at running back and Andrew Luck at quarterback. It's like, they're going to score. Let them score so we can get our trash defense off of the field so we can put the ball in the or, hands of our or quarterback. Or you could just get the ball MVP at first. Quarterback. You could just get the ball at first. That's true. You could just do that. You, you yeah. have that. you had that option. I know it's like, a, no, everyone always defers. Like, you have the option. You you, you won. So like, this is on Andy Reid by you? No, you I don't think it's on Andy Reid. And I really don't think it's on the defense. I think it's a miracle that they were only down by 14 points. Mm, yeah. Like, I, I, I don't even blame this on the defense at all. I don't even blame it on D Ford. Like, I, I feel like you have to go out there and do what you've done all year. You know Bill Belichick is going to take Tyreek Hill out of the game. You fucking know that. Yeah. I've never game planned for a game in my entire life. I know it's shocking, but the word on the street is Bill Belichick takes away your biggest weapon yeah. every time. Yeah. It's not a secret. Yeah. It's not like spoken of in the in the tunnels of NFL wisdom. It's a known thing. Mm-hmm. So why don't you just throw it to Travis Kelsey? Why don't you mix it up? 
I you, mean, like game plan for having an option that's not just ignore Tyreek Hill for, for the first however many drives you have. Travis Kelsey's Don't first catch was that him. touchdown catch. Exactly. Like, they, he, no one, they didn't even get a chance for to get him into a rhythm. So Patriots, they they loudly shut down your biggest offensive weapon and they quietly shut down your second. And let's not forget that the Chiefs were had a third string running back as good as Williams looked like. It, it was tough to go into – Patrick Mahomes was so special all year long that people went in thinking the Chiefs were going to win that game. And then afterwards, you're like, wait a minute. Why did I think that? But he was incredible in the fourth quarter. That's yeah, the was. point. He came, he, he got Once they got it together, they were who we thought they were. They no had team. an opportunity to come back. He, yeah. he was incredible in the fourth quarter, in the clutch, and they made it to overtime. So however much the Patriots dominated that game, they were in overtime. So... Yeah. We, like, we didn't have an opportunity to see them in overtime, which is disappointing, which we'll get to later. But the point of the matter is, bottom line, I don't blame Andy Reid. I really don't blame Mahomes. I don't, bl- I don't blame the defense. I just feel like they needed an extra piece to get them over the edge. They, 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 they made some game plan errors, and I think not having Mahomes out there first in yeah. worrying about Tyreek Hill in obviously D Ford, you know, he, like the, there's, there's things that they did there that if they, had they not done, they would be in the Super Bowl right now. So it's not like they, it was some catastrophe. I think they'll be there next year. Mahomes is still MVP. Yeah. The Patriots are just who the Patriots are. They don't make mistakes in the clutch. And Tom Brady is surgical. What, like, did you, what do you think Tom Brady said to Patrick Mahomes after the game? I mean, I think that's genuine. I think he was. I think he really like respects Mahomes. Yeah, of course. And I think he said something nice to him, like "Keep your head up. It's you know, it's the beginning of your career. You're going to be here again. You know, like a lot of respect. Good game. I don't know. Some <laughs> remix of that. Some Tom Brady esque version of that. Some remix. No, Fair. I, 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 I don't know what I was looking for, but I just the fact everyone knows that Tom, that Patrick Mahomes is next up, and we knew that we were going to see some type of journey in this, but it feels right now that we're going to talk, be talking like this about Sean McVay in three weeks. It was like, you know, he's next, he's going to be the, they're going to be the next thing, da, da, but you it know, sucks, right now stop, it's Patriots and the Belichicks and the speaking Brady's. It up. I, I, was, I was a huge Chiefs fan uh, this weekend. I, I'm, I'm very upset that I have to watch the Patriots. I was very excited for the uh, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson Super Bowl mm. of Goff and Mahomes. It would have been super fun. No, I'm not just saying that because my shirt is awesome today. You sure but, is. I was going to talk to you about uh, that. That's really what it came down to. They'll be back there next year. They just fired Bob Sutton. Yes. So they fired their def- the Chiefs fired mm-hmm. their defensive coordinator. Yep. So there's going to be they're already on the making changes uh, train. So um, awesome season. Holmes was great. Was perfect in the clutch when he needed to be. It Brady just, hasn't been sacked once. That's really what it comes down to. Everything, Once, for, everything, that is everything else we said was important, but the fact that Brady was never touched except for that phantom uh, roughing the passer call, uh, which was super annoying. Ooh. You have to get pressure on Brady. You have to get pressure on Brady, and you have to assume that Belichick's going to take away your biggest piece. Those two things are facts when you play the Patriots yeah. in the postseason. And whatever you have to do, if you just got to sell out and, yeah. and take a rough in the passer penalty, or you got to take an offsides penalty and smack his ass, that's what you got to do. That's that, what he that's did, what it was at the wrong Brady, time. Yeah, not the time you want to do it. Yeah. Not the time we're going to do it. D4 is thinking the same thing. Maybe try that in the first half, okay? But you got to get pressure on Brady. I, so if you look at all the Super Bowls, all the three Super Bowls that Tom Brady has lost when he's been there, two Giants, Eagles, look at that roster across and look at that D-line. An elite D-line can beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl and in the playoffs. But based on what we've seen from the Patriots, I don't know that even the Aaron Donalds and the Dominican Sues and the Dante Fowlers of the world can get to him. Well, listen, Sean McVay, if you're listening, 
which we know all the Rams uh, yeah, watch exactly. this And sorry about all the slander, week. but you deserve it. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't slander Sean McVay. Um, please, Rams, Rams uh, if you happen to get into a spot where Tom Brady has not been touched towards the end of the first half, just tell someone to jump over the line. It's important. Yes. That's just a note. That's free. See if they call that one. Free game. Yes. And, and drive him to the ground like Clay oh, yeah. Matthews and all that other stuff. He'll be fine. He's durable. He's, he's, yeah, that's what he, he does all the yoga du- for. That's what he he is durable. Right. He doesn't eat strawberries for that purpose. Or tomatoes. Yeah. Inflammation. Yeah. With it. Come on. With it. What? Winning. We about to turn up in this bitch. All right, what am I winning or quitting today? While LeBron's been out, the Lakers have lost nine of their last 14 games. The Golden State Warriors gave them their most recent loss when Klay Thompson went for 44 points, beating the Lakers at home 130 to 111. Rondo's supposed to come back next, or supposed to come back this week, but I don't think it'll make a difference. Joy, the Lakers are worse than we thought without LeBron. Quit it or quit it. Um, yeah, I think we're I think we're gonna have to with that. They are Sucks. really worse. It, it does suck. It's it's so such bad. it's such a buzzkill um from this season, especially being here in LA. It feels like the end of the world. Right. It does. And okay. and, and, it, and it feels like this injury is is for real. I know it I know it's supposed to be a four to six week injury, so mm-hmm. technically we're still in the window, but we all, all kind of assume like it's LeBron, like yeah, four to six LeBron. weeks. So he really spends like millions of dollars on his body. Four to six games. weeks means four to six games. Right. But what? it's not. It's been no. a lot of games. And uh the Warriors crushed them, which is not surprising. Boogie's back. I, I mean I don't know why anyone thought that this was gonna be a competitive game to begin with. Well I would say this who went off, Clay going off is more demoralizing because it's just a reminder that the Lakers don't even like the Lakers need a third piece on offense. Like we, oh, yeah. everyone's looking for a second. They need a third piece because well, Kuzma's proving that he is not that. I don't know if this is scientific. Um, and by scientific, I mean there's analytics on this. Of but course. I just feel like gut data fact. Anytime Clay goes off, it's a wrap anyway. That, yeah. If that Clay's is gonna fair. go off, it's a wrap. Yeah, <clears throat> that's just facts. So uh, or gut data fact. I don't know if it's yeah. true. But no, I, feel, and, I, I feel like I feel like yeah, I'm I don't know if Clay has many like like career games that they lost in. That's my point. better way of saying it. He had 44 points, 17 for 20 in less than 27 minutes. He tied mm-hmm. an NBA record his first 10 threes um, only to miss uh, his 11th. And he didn't take a free throw all game. I mean, so that happened, but also Kevin Durant scored 20 points again, which is like, yeah, 20 points again. That's the 20th time in a row that he scored 20 points. And 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 Steph Curry didn't score, but he had 13 assists and was perfect from the free throw line. It, like, with all you, – you have to be perfect, and then something else bad has to happen for, to beat the Warriors. <laughs> right, but I don't – no one assumed that they were not going to win the championship this year, right? It's egregious, though. It's egregious how bad the Lakers are. It is egregious, but they're missing LeBron, they're missing Rondo, and now they're missing Lonzo, and Brandon Ingram isn't what we thought he was going to be, and they, they already needed another piece when they had LeBron. So, uh, according to Shaq, they should get Carmelo. Listen, I'm not – I mean – that was a good joke. I usually get a better response in the room than that one. <laughs> Every time I laugh, I cough, so it's, I can't. You're I'm, so I'm, gross. It's a, it's a, it's a I hate that you're here sick. Um, anyway, yeah, I, Carmelo, I, I don't know. You, you want Carmelo? No, want I, Carmelo? Don't want, I don't want Carmelo. Carmelo hasn't played since November 8th. Uh, th- no. The, the answer is not Carmelo Anthony. Sign and, Carmelo and, and, and sit LeBron like for the rest of the season. <laughs> LeBron shouldn't play I, another game I the rest of the season. I feel like uh, you might be right about that, actually. I mean, why, like, what, are, what are we playing for? 
What do we? What do you want, Ryan? Get him a nice corner office up there in between Palenka and, and Magic. Have him make some moves. Let's get a big piece of paper so he can write. Let's get a, like some uh, think tank drawing board, like brainstorm of like the moves that can be made because LeBron doesn't need to be playing this season. No, he's gonna not be for fine. the Lakers. He's gonna be back, and and they do need to do something because they're gonna need to sign some free agents, and it can't be a disaster. That's what that's what you're not gonna do. I don't I don't know what's gonna happen with the Lakers. This is very disheartening. It's not the time that you wanted to. It's not, it's not what you wanted to happen with LeBron being out. Right. Like if they could maintain some sort of consistency with him being mm-hmm. out, you'd feel good about it. But you, you don't. And him being out this long guarantees he's not going to get the MVP. <sighs> I, I was based on how many voters, games are left. Voters do not true. look kindly on on players I say that, but uh, based on how, how many games have he's been out, if he comes back and does something miraculous and the 23 points that are they've lost 23 games at this point, if they end up losing 30 by the end of the season and they went over five, uh, 550 games, maybe. Maybe. Maybe he gets they've second and third five like they always and nine since Christmas Day when LeBron and Rondo were both injured injured and they've fall, fallen from fourth to ninth in the Western Conference. It's not. It's just. It's just bleak. It feels bleak. It's not. It's. It's. It's a. That's what I'm saying. Like we should be excited about the Rams Super Bowl. We're not because the Lakers are terrible. That's what it is. And the weather. That's the weather's LA. fine. It, it's sunny out. Everyone relax. It was a good thing. We're out of a drought now. The 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 hills are green. All right, stuff's growing again. Fresh air. You can actually smell the grass. No, you know, I'm too can, stepped you, up from the you weather. You can go climb and you can see the actual city as opposed to just a smog cloud. It's cold outside. You got to wear a jacket. You got a jacket? I do have a big puffy jacket. It's right there. I'm wearing a jacket. Right I now. wear it every morning. Okay, let's move on. Right. Zion Williamson is averaging 21.5 points, 9.4 rebounds, and 2.3 highlights per game in his freshman year at Duke. Former highlight contributor Scottie Pittman has seen enough from Zion and is encouraging the 18-year-old to shut it down. Young Thanos told Scottie Pippen, chill, bro. Joy, Zion Williamson should ball out every college game he can, wit it or quit it. I am going to wit it. Ooh, um, really? He should ball out every single game he can. Yes. I understand what Scottie Pippen is saying, that he doesn't want him to get hurt. He basically said he already has a shoe deal. He's going to mm-hmm. be the number one pick. Everyone's seen enough from him. It just He could just risk a major injury at this point. At this point, even if he had a major injury, he's still going to get drafted right. high. So the bottom line is this. While I'm very much okay with college football players sitting out meaningless uh, toe jam bowls, okay, or whatever, toe jam cream bowl, or whatever the new bowl is. Um, uh, I literally, like, wait a minute, this is the bowls that I've played Extra wheat potato chip bowl. I went went to the Hawaii bowl, and then I went to the Sun Bowl, then I went to the Beef Over, uh, no, Champ Sports Bowl. Beefo Brady's bow and then the GoDaddy.com bow. So they get all those I've heard of except for the GoDaddy.com bow. Yeah, told okay. you, I'll, I'll tell you. It was when it was when uh, uh, Danica Patrick was repping. So yeah, it, yeah, was, it, was, it was pretty popular. GoDaddy yeah, yeah. was important. Yeah, it was, it was big um, back then. Domain names. Yeah, yeah, big deal. I wanted to scoop up the domain. <laughs> get them um, now. Yeah. Oh, Basically, if you are going to sit out. If you're entering the draft yeah. and you want to sit out a meaningless toe jam cream bowl, I'm cool with that because you've already contributed your body for four years, yeah. possibly five, yeah. to a institution that has given you no money, mm-hmm. okay, and maybe not even a college degree because you didn't have time to finish it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm perfectly okay with guys sitting out. There's only four bowl games that matter in college football, and that is the four 
playoff games and at me if you want but that's just f-ing facts because i'm about championships and if you're not in those you're not winning the championship you're just playing in an exhibition game and it's really nice and congratulations NIT, yes. okay? NIT i'm not i don't mean to diss anybody i know it's very important to these mm-hmm. kids playing the bowl i'm just and and it's a nice moment and i'm cool with all that i'm just saying it's not for a championship so if you want to sit it out I'm okay with that. However, in college basketball, I have a completely different opinion. You have to play for one year. Mm -hmm. You're playing against mostly the best talent in the country. You're getting seen and getting your brand out to to an entirely different uh, demographic of people Mm -hmm. that are watching college basketball, some of whom may not even know who you are. Okay, likely don't because they're, I mean, the average person does not follow grassroots basketball to know, and it's not an option for you to go from high school to, to straight to the league anyway. Right. Ben so, Simmons at LSU, right. perfect example. Okay, so yeah. if you, now if he doesn't make the tournament, which is obviously not going to happen, right. but if he was in a situation where NIT, you want to sit out, I'm cool with that. Yeah. There's, just, there's nothing you're going to prove to me in NIT that's going to change my opinion of you at that point. But you need to finish the season. Like, you need to get the reps. The thing that everyone's missing with the Zion situation is the in, not the injury that you're going to sustain in college if you're going to have it. Kids are playing close to at least 400 basketball games before they get to college in grassroots basketball, which is basically AAU or Mm -hmm. Under Armour leagues or Nike leagues or Adidas leagues. 400. They play anywhere from 40 to 70 games every summer. Just the summer. That's not including the school games. And those are games against real competition. Those are games to get them somewhere. They play like 10 games a weekend. Right. Back to back to back to back to back. Right. They don't have rehab. They don't mm. have they don't have proper training. Not the proper rehab. They're not eating uh, elite mm. food. They're getting Diets, hamburgers trash. and hot dogs yes. and fries on from the, the concession or whatever you have on the road. Do you eat well when you travel? No, I do not. They travel the entire okay, summer. Okay, and they're athletes. Yeah. All right, yeah. that's the point. So all of all of that wear and tear is what's actually affecting these kids' bodies. Not the one year that they're playing in college where right. they likely have actual professional trainers. They're so working with, if they're a high-level recruit, they're probably on a team with a very experienced coach mm-hmm. who understands bodies and how they work at this particular sport. They know when somebody needs rest or needs to go see the trainer or needs to change their nutritional yeah. habits or needs more sleep or rest. Those things are important. And that's not a knock on grassroots-level coaches. They're just not, they're not college coaches. But Zion had that in college, or Zion has that with Duke, but also as well, like Kyrie set out. How many how many games did Kyrie play? Just being around that, because he's he's not going to leave the Duke program. He has to stay in. The, like he can he can have access to all those things and not play. Right, but he does need to play. You do need to get reps on a college level. It's one year. That's not where the in, that's not where the injury people like that's not where you're going to sustain the injury that's going to affect your career it's the it's the 500 games that you've played before you get to college back to back to back to back without any rehab without any proper training and stretching and nutrition in grassroots basketball and that's not a knock on grassroots basketball the kids are just playing too many games yeah well you can argue Did you hear the number i just said that is insane you can argue he's that good because of how many games he's played up until this point though maybe but if something happens to his knees or his hips are worn out oh, that's or his be ankles are shot. Oh, that's going to be because he's 320 pounds dunking on people. Or maybe it's because he's 320 pounds dunking on people and he has 500 games under his belt before yeah. he hits the NBA. Yeah, that's fair. Like, it, they're so, doctors are so advanced in the NBA, they can tell how long a player is going to last before they have a catastrophic injury mm. just by looking at their bodies and knowing how much wear and tear is already on them. Kids do not need to play that many games. It, that, that's where really where it needs to cut are down. Are you predicting a short career for Zion? No. 
Okay. Not at all. Okay. I'm, not, I'm saying in general, like mm -hmm. the the theory or the idea that one year of college basketball is going to be the the game changer for Zion's body or any right, other top right, recruit's right. body is not it. It's what's happening before that. It's the it's the 70 AAU games or, or grassroots basketball games they're playing every single summer. For that's not even like. I'm talking about middle school, okay, and grade yeah. school games. Yeah, those are young bodies moving around, though. Well, it I, puts I, wear and tear on their okay, bodies. Like, right. and, and whether they're young or not, eventually all those things add up. Okay. Zion, Zion, Zion's just good, though. Zion's, Zion's good. I'm not fun. talking about, I'm, uh, we're talking about injury because Scottie Pippen said injury. Yeah, that's fair. All right, what's next? Okay. Overtime rules. Back to the NFL. The NFL has given us so many great football games all year long. Offense won out in the first half of the season. Defense came through in the second half of the season, leading to a lot of the best games all year long, ending in OT. But overtime games, for me, just means more football. So I'm a huge fan. Joy, the NFL overtime rules are perfect just the way they are. Quit it or quit it. Quit it. They suck. I hate them more than anything. More than maybe more than anything in sports. I hate just the being overtime a contrarian rules. Contrarian right now. No, uh, the overtime rules. First of all, the overtime rules during the regular season are the worst. I hate ties. They're, I hate ties. What a what an absolute. It's a part of the game of football. Like I spent the entire. No, it's not. I spent the entire afternoon watching this game, and it's a tie. Great. And now when I read your stupid record, I got to say, this is this M1. No, ties suck. There's the absolute worst. There's, there, there, there's no M2. reason for it. It's nonsense. Uh, they, they should have been changed the stupid rules during the regular season. And then, yay, we get to the postseason. Different rules. You got to win these ones. So what's is the rule Is it a tie now? rule that needs to change or an overtime rule that needs to change? It, they're, they're, what's the difference? I'm saying if there's... If there, if, oh, <laughs> The outcome How of the game. How do you game. tie? The outcome How of the game. How do you game. tie? Do you tie during regulation or do you tie in overtime? You can you tie both places. Mm -hmm. But what's the one that counts? The Whichever one the end one is. No, because you can tie in college football during regulation, but you don't actually tie because you can't end in a tie in college football because the rules are correct. Well, I'm no saying dots. the rule change. That's what I'm saying. If, take out ties from the, then we can change, then we'll change the rules of football. Overtime is an issue. It's the ties. Don't get mad at the overtime. You should be mad at the ties. There's my coffee or my, my tea when it I don't know what you because you're doing yeah. a lot of this. I know. <laughs> the point is, the point is I don't Spoon like ties tea. and I don't like the overtime rules, okay? So so both of them need to change. The, re the regular season ties are garbage. And in the postseason, this is the issue. Everyone's mad about the way that the Chiefs-Patriots game ended. <clears throat> This is sickness is already affecting me. Um, everyone's mad about the way it ended because they didn't get to see Mahomes. Right. Right. So this is my issue. You can't change all of the offensive rules, favor the offense completely. You can't hit uh, receivers over the middle. You can't touch the quarterback. Everything's a catch. And then be like, nope, defense has got to make it happen. You got to get a stop. I, I, we had overtimes in both games. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I understand nobody said anything about the Saints game, but then you see what happens when you don't get the offense on the Chiefs and the Chiefs game. But we're talking about the NFL, which is professional football, and those are professional football players. So defense can end the game just the way offense can end the oh, game. Oh, can it? And in the that, playoffs, and just in, like, the, in the playoffs, since the overtime rule change, the coin toss winning percentage, eighty-three percent. That's like most of the time. Fine. That's yeah, because like the yeah, they have the ball you know in their means? hands. Right. So and then the you go and then you get the Rams the who can who can get the ball out and end the game via inter interception. It can't come down to a coin toss. If it had if if, if the whoever got the ball first in overtime got the ball first based off of some kind of merit, 
that they earned and not just the way that a coin flips, cool. Or you could just have both teams have offense and then it's done. It's solved. That's it. You guys both had a chance. This team did it. This team did not. Here we go. Thank you. Congratulations to the winner. You're not. The college model. The, I think the college model exists because we're not dealing with professional football players. I think 83% of the time, the coin toss winner wins the game. That means it favors offense. It's pretty simple. Yes, you do have the opportunity to end the game the way that the Saints-Rams game ended, but you need to have both teams have an opportunity to score. It's not just about the Patriots going on. It doesn't matter, all right? Because here's the thing. Had they gone and the Chiefs would have done it and the Mahomes would have went down, Mm -hmm. everyone would have been pissed you didn't get have an opportunity for Tom Brady to come down and do what Tom Brady does. I would have even been pissed because people would have been like, oh, Mahomes won, but we didn't get to see Tom Brady do his thing, and they would have tr- taken credit away from Mahomes. That's a fact. Finding fairness in this imperfect game is, is futile it's not about, and a waste it's not of about, time. It, look, it's not about fairness. It's about a- actual football. Like, a- if 83% of the time the person who wins a stupid coin flip wins the game, that means there is a disparity. If it's, like, closer to 50%, then maybe that's fair, but th- that's not what it is. Win the coin flip because when they because when they win How the do coin you win flip, the coin flip tackle the ref. But no, what you're what you're forgetting is when you win the coin flip, they decide to take the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like some a Who team. Who the f- a- is not going to take the ball? Exactly. So the percentages are based on what you choose to do once you win the no, coin, no, no, co- oh, coin no, toss. No, no, no. So, so, so what you're saying is the percentages are based off somebody who has a brain. Like a functioning brain. I'm just saying, you can, like the variables you're using. You're like, oh, please, defer. please. It's our only hope that's left. There's been plenty of Ravens teams that I've seen out there, and I was like, uh, yes, let Ray Lewis go out there and end the game. And he's he did it against the Chargers back in the day, and sat Danny Thompson back in the backfield to end the game it's in a, overtime and go to the Super it's Bowl. It's a terrible system. It's okay. not even debatable. I'm just saying, as a Ravens fan, I've seen defenses that are the strongest parts of the team go out there. They, no one defers because they just want to get the points on the board. But, like, if your defense is your strong point, yeah, let that person go out there and win the game. The, Ra- the, the Rams were forced to do that, and they did. It, it, it's, not a, it's not a good system, okay? You need to have both offenses on the field. I promise you if Mahomes had done that, if, if the Chiefs had won, Mahomes drove down the field and won the game, everyone who has anything bad to say about the Chiefs and Mahomes would have been like, well, if Tom Brady would have gotten the ball back, they wouldn't be here right now. Blah, 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 blah. Football's not a good system, and that's why I think the argument's silly. (laughs) Hear ye, hear ye. The Rams are petty. Mm. So, the Rams are in the Super Bowl. Yes, they Uh, are. Rams up. I don't think you need the arms. One team, one nation, one dream. Um, one LA, one we all win. Horn City. Sure. Um, Horn City. Ram it up. Ram, ram it. it up. Ram it. Wait. Yeah. Is, is ram it up a thing? No. Ram it. Ram it was the 1980 something that Eric Sounds Dickerson dated. stung on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's the, the, line, the lines dated. are wild dated. Trust Sounds the Rams dated. being in the Super Bowl. Ram dated. it up is not bad though. Yeah, Rams. As far as far as hackiness goes. I mean it's all it's gonna be a little hacky Who's no matter what. House? Ram's house. No. They did not invent that. Um they didn't. It's just fact. It's Ram time. It's Rammer time. <laughs> anyway, the Rams are being petty. So the Rams are going to the Super Bowl and a lot of people are pissed about it because there's a blatant pass interference call mm-hmm. missed on uh Nikel Ruby Coleman. Um, but Todd Gurley does not give any f**ks about it because he decided to post a picture, uh, Big Wild, of him uh, doing a jersey exchange with the ref. Yes. Which uh, some people inexplicably thought was real. Um, he deleted that, of course, right? 
Did he delete it? I thought he left I it up. I don't know if he deleted it. I thought it was a bold move, Cotton move to leave it up. But um, I thought he did. I, bold move, Cotton move. <laughs> yes. Um, I like that. Uh, when we make that a segment one day, bold move, Cotton move. Um, <laughs> still up. Still up. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Hey, bold move, Cotton move. I like it. Huh? Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe why the team is like, you know, why would you put that up? Um, <laughs> but he's wrong with it, which I'm was fine. Child of the internet. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's up anyway. So mm-hmm. anyway, and then uh, Marcus Peters obviously being very petty with Sean Payton. They had some some back and forth after the last game. Yes. Um, and he basically said that they were going to have a bowl of gumbo together eventually. And Sean Payton said that they were going to tar- target Marcus Peters, the matchup with Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Saints ended up the losers. So Marcus Peters... Uh, was running around screaming about his desire to eat gumbo. Gumbo's delicious, though, so maybe you just want some gumbo. delicious, but New Orleans. And then finally, of course, the big missed pass interference call on Nikhil Roby Coleman. He was uh, had this to say when he was asked about it. Uh, hell yeah, that was pass interference. Which is <laughs> um, <laughs> very petty. I did my I part. Referee it. made the call. We respect it. I bet you do. Um, I like it, though, because here's the thing. Everyone's going to say they don't deserve to be there. And right. the fact of the matter is, they do. They were True. great. They, had home, they, they, they didn't even have home field advantage. Mm-hmm. They went there and won in the Superdome, which is yeah. very hard to do. It was incredibly loud. The whistle monster was blowing. Uh, the building is literally falling apart. Yeah. So I, I, I got no. I got respect. Like obviously that call sucks. It's all time bad call. Th- those things happen. What right. really sucks is the Saints losing like that back to back years. Yeah, like the, the NFC Championship game. Uh, this one is. They I can think, stomach it more. I maybe. think last year is is worse, right? Because it's literally was a walk off situation. And then one player, yeah, it, taking that, all the blame uh, yeah. on his head. Yeah, I think last year is worse. This yeah. this year yeah. is more frustrating. Right. Last year's was worse. Yeah. Because like, yeah. last year's is worse because you can't complain. Because you're not going to sell out one player who is also a rookie. You right. know what I mean? So you're, you're, you're all going to have to like band together and be mm-hmm. like, no, it's not his fault. It doesn't come down to this. Right. And at least this one, you can complain about it. So I, I guess what I'm most upset about is that like. Drew Brees is like Drew Brees' legacy is what it is. Uh, I mean that that that's killer. That that, that call did affect the legacy. I'm not yeah. saying they would have necessarily won because right, there was still some time Super left. Super Bowl appearances. But yeah, I still think he's better than Aaron Rodgers all time. We don't yeah. have time to discuss. I'm right. No. <laughs> all right, high key, low key. What are we doing? No, we weren't. We are not doing whatever disastrous thing you did last week. Uh, no, should we try a new one? No. Okay. I think it's just it's just time. It's time for high key, low key. Did I say, can we say it at the same time? No. Okay, okay. ready? It's, it's time, time for High Key, key Loki. Key. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Uh, as much as I hated whatever we did last week. <laughs> All right. So, High Key, Tony Romo is the greatest broadcaster in the history oh, of uh, football. Mm-hmm. He is a wizard. And he manages to predict every single play before it happens. I feel like a team should just hire him. I Okay. Let's say, I'll say this. Not to play quarterback, just to be clear about that but for scouting purposes I, I, I feel like every other Tony Romo and Jim Nance have turned watching a football game into listening to a podcast while you watch it because they're not following the play-by-play color commentary rules no they're, they're not they're cross multiplying cross pollinating yeah I don't like, know I don't, I don't know, know what, who's I don't know who's play-by-play right? who's color I don't know what's happening and all I know all... is Tony Romo it just says things and we're like oh well thank you for ruining the play I don't even know what's gonna happen now <laughs> it's, like, uh, it, yes. it's, it's like watching a movie with somebody who's already seen the movie who just tells you everything that's about to happen and they and, and even though you're like yes. excuse me can you shut the mm-hmm. entire f- up because mm-hmm. I'm trying to watch the movie yes you're like yeah yeah yeah, yeah sure, sure, or, sure have you ever been on the phone and watching like, a game and then you're like Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On a delay. And, uh, on a delay. Or you have like one second delay. Like, oh my god. Yeah. 
Can you believe Thanks. that? No, no, I don't know. What I he, don't know what happened. There's a Burger King but commercial. You it. But it, it actually is kind of fun though, because he's really good at it, and he is he is Loki way better at broadcasting than he ever was at playing an NFL quarterback. And I'm going to say this since no one else will: if what? Tony Romo played for any other team other than the Dallas Cowboys, we would not be discussing Tony Romo the way that we do. That's facts. That's just a real thing. And the mic goes to Ashley. Tell me I'm wrong, Ashley. I mean, I'm right. I, I, thank listen. you. Is, I'll, I'll, is, I will take your silence. What does it say on your paper? I don't was, care what to look at. To okay, read Tony the paper. Romo retired with a career passer rating of 97.1, fourth, fourth best in NFL history. That's going to get smashed. Okay, but um, yes. And Continue. then from 2006 to 2014, he led 27 game-winning drives in the fourth quarter and overtime, most in NFL, uh, most in the NFL over that span, one more than Peyton Manning. Adorable. I don't see the note about the Super Bowl wins. So Tony Romo looks Dak Prescott. Tony Romo's Dak Prescott. Don't even get me started on the where's the, the Dez list of all the players. We would have won that Super Bowl. Okay, first but you of all. didn't. Second of all, but second you didn't. of all, so the, the Cowboys the never gave that, him the, a good the, defense. The Cowboys never gave him a good defense. All right. Don't exist. So if if Tony Romo was on any exist. other team, he would have done better. What? If if ifs and butts were candy and nuts, we'd all Crazy. whatever. But okay, it's not. Okay, so just what stop talking to me about the things Tony Romo doesn't have and does not catching it and shit. The Cowboys won a Super Bowl. Okay, how many how many playoff games did he win in his career? Why Say was, it. Why was he? Why? Speak the words. One. So stop talking to me about Tony Romo. He, he, he matters because he played with Dallas Cowboys, which is fine. And I'm not being disrespectful to Tony no, Romo. No, but the Cowboys I'm saying never gave actual, him a good team to work actual with. Actual facts. These are facts I'm saying. This is not opinion. Except for the fact about we wouldn't talk about him if it wasn't for the Dallas Cowboys. Here's but I also fa- feel like that's a fact. Another fact. Dallas Cowboys, minority quarterbacks in the last decade, just top. Like more minority quarterbacks in the last decade than any other NFL team. You look in this at, millennium, actually, every year, millennium? every year but one, they've had a minority. Look at you know, Tony Romo out there repping hard for the Latinas. Yeah, well, I mean, sure. I think it's Latinos. Yeah, it's definitely not Latinas. Um, it's Latino. Oh, y'all, oh, y'all speak Spanish. Uh, Everybody speak Spanish in here. Poquito. Oh, okay, my Poquito, bad, Earl. Hombre. No, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just a fact. It's, okay. I, I mean, all right, all right. everyone talks Spanish. Hola, um, everyone. The point is, uh, he is high-key an excellent, excellent broadcaster. Mm-hmm. It's clearly his life calling. Yes, because he, he, he can see it. He can see it. It's de- it's definitely, you're right, you're right. Because he can see it, but he's executing, throwing the pass. Like, he knows what pass he's supposed to throw. Right. He just can't pass. He, he can't, can't do, do it. it. He just can't do it. It's like if you could make a pod pod quarterback for right. Tony Romo and just beam his brain down to yes. the pod guy, yes. he'd, be, he'd win like eight Super Bowls. Yes. He'd basically be Tom Brady. If someone else was total his body. system, yeah, he had a pod body. Maybe that's why it works because Tom Brady's a pod person. They also, um, also, I don't want to praise him too much because it was the same. Okay, so maybe they, that's a secret. Maybe uh, Tony Romo's brain is uh, is actually potting in to, Jared Goff uh, or Jared or Jared Goff. It's a possibility too. No, Although yeah, I don't think Jared, that, I don't think Jared Goff. It's is the pod same play. It was the same play. So it was like. You can't predict it. Like it's, it's the exact same play. It was the exact same play. He does, it was the exact same play he was calling out. He does so. Mu- he does so much freestyling in the booth. There's no. Tony, it's like a imagine, podcast. Imagine trying to figure out what route tree you're on when you're a receiver for when Tony Romo was playing quarterback, and he's just out there free wielding. Nance can't even keep up. Yeah, with the it, I mean, no. it's it's. I, I, I think it's great. I think it's a great watch. Oh, I think he no does doubt. a really good Super job. Super is gonna be interesting. Um, that yeah. that call. That call is going to be a part it's, of the game. It's going to be a part of the game, yes. for sure, but it's fun. Um, all right, now that I've insulted uh, all Cowboys fans, but I had Amen. to keep it real. Mm-hmm. Um, high key, the MVP is going to go to James Harden again. 
low key, it should not. It should go to Giannis. Yeah. And I, I did say that it yes. should go to LeBron, but LeBron, we've already discussed that, right. why that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, James Harden is putting up just crazy, insane numbers. Uh, they lost to the 76ers. And he joined Will Chamberlain as the only players in NBA history with at least 20 consecutive 30-point games. That's crazy. And he's averaging 40.4 points per game in his last 23 games. That's insane. But they've split their last two games, and they're fifth in the West. So... Okay, question, question. Because I've been thinking about James Harden and why I hate watching him play basketball. Do you watch basketball for points? No. Neither do I. Right. And I, I, that is the the microcosm like Larry Bird. I respect. Shouts out to the, the shirt you're wearing. What is What is this? Talk to him. What is it? Magic Magic Johnson Bird. Double trouble. That's U.S. basketball. What year is that? Is that the dream team? Yeah, it got to be 92. Yeah, it got to be. Yeah, beautiful shirt. But I realize I don't I don't like watching Larry Bird play basketball like Larry Bird highlights are boring as f- to me, just like all James Harden ones are. I just sit there and watch it. I'm like, okay, oh, he's trying. Oh, oh yeah, he's really good. Oh, oh, he can. Oh yeah, he does it. Okay, what else does he do? Uh, look, I've never been a fan of James Harden's style of basketball either. Um, although I do think the Thunder don't get enough credit for f***ing that up because they had um, James Harden, Amen. they had Kevin Durant, Amen. and they they had Russell Westbrook. And I mean, they feel like they could have figured it out. Twenty five minutes of Harden off the bench would have been plenty. Um, I, I, yeah. It's it's truly remarkable. I, I mean, I respect James Harden. He's one of the uh, one of the best, if not, will end up retiring the best offensive player in NBA history. What? I just would like for it to translate into. Um, the winning of the championships, and I just don't see how that happens. I don't want. I don't want to see that at all. I don't want to see James Harden hold up a trophy other than MVP trophy his entire career. Uh, no, I think it would be great actually if he actually won a championship. That okay. doesn't need to be on. Yeah. Um, and then Giannis should really be the one who's winning. He's averaging twenty six points, shooting fifty eight percent, and they have won five in a row. They're eight and uh, eight and ten in their last ten games, and they are first in the East. So. I finally watched the full Bucks game. They're going to mess around being in the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, uh, yeah, they will. It's going to yeah. be them and the Raptors, and then it's going to be the Raptors. Well, you, oh, you offer, you, you didn't realize since we've had podcasts that Kyrie's woken up a little bit? Like, Boston may be, Boston may be an issue. I know, I picked Boston at the beginning. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, all right. And then, high key, the Patriots are, uh, the great, one of the greatest dynasties in the history of sports. Yeah. Uh, low key, they do it by acting like they, uh, have never been there before. And it's genius. Yeah. So the the Eagles whole underdog thing was adorable last year, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I was I was into it, like whole you know I do the underdog yeah. thing, like nobody believes in you. Mask you know, Joy Taylor is picking the Patriots, you know, right. the win, the shocker. It's very edgy, hot take. Oh, well, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick might win a Super Bowl. What a shock! Um, <laughs> and congratulations, you won a Super Bowl. You're not back, but the point wow. is the the Patriots do the underdog thing perfectly, and I, I figured it out, and it's genius. It's so fucking smart. Like every year, we're like, how are the Patriots back here? They're just here every damn year. They're so good. We think they're dead. By the way, I never said that the Patriots were dead. I just want to be clear about that. Um, Because everyone thought it was over. They do this every year. It's not over. It's not over until Tom Brady says it's over. Just stop fooling yourself. The point is, Tom Brady's out here talking about everyone says we suck. We can't win any games. Uh... I'm you know, we're, we're counted. They counted us out. Yeah. He's hugging uh, Hogan, talking about you know everyone says we have no skill players, can't make it happen. And you're like, how does somebody like Tom Brady even 
pay attention to stuff like that. And it's so smart because once you get to a certain level of success, it's hard to sustain that. As hard as it is to get to that point, Mm It's hard to sustain that. That's why, I mean, you talk about McGregor. Like, mm-hmm. McGregor was hungry. He was on welfare. He's scrappy, fighting his way through, proving yep. proving his way. And he gets, gets to the top of him. Where is this dude? What happened? Well, he's, yeah. he's sleep, sleeping on silk sheets now. Like, you have to re-motivate yourself. It's harder to get punched in the face like that when, you know, you have a bajillion dollars in the bank. Like, you're just laying there like, do I really need to be get punched yeah. in the face like this? I don't. It's the plight of every I actually rapper. Don't. I could just really just chill for yeah, the rest of my life and, and do nothing, not get punched in the face, mm-hmm. and I'd still have millions of dollars. So how do you keep motivating yourself? You sit around and listen to all the people who say that you're done, who say that you can't do this until you're 40, mm-hmm. who say that you'll never get back to another Super Bowl, you'll never win another MVP, and you just sit there and harbor all of these criticisms and motivate yourself. It's genius. Why doesn't everybody do this? My problem is he's doing it after he already told us he can play until 45, and now that he's where he is now at 41, we can all be like, oh, he was dead ass. Like, that wasn't that hot of a take. We need to chill. Okay, but we didn't think that. I didn't I didn't know if he was going to be this great at 40. I knew he was going to try and play, but I didn't know if he was going to keep being able to sustain it. He sets it up. He, he gives himself. He says the things the that, that we say the, the things so like, he can hear the James things. James Harris, yes, I know. He's he's tricking us. Yes. He wants, he's, it's, it's like, I, he's I, I, saying the things really, that we said. Right. He told us what that to, to say. To say it. Yes. I know. So we should just start saying only nice thing about the Patriots now. You guys are great. You are impeccable. You have never made any mistakes. You are you've never cheated. But that's not how I take that. And you're going to Actually, win every Super Bowl for the rest of the time that the NFL <laughs> plays the Super Bowl. You never cheated. So let's focus on that one. Patriots, I know. I, mean, I know. Like everyone's gonna yell that we're not talking about Lasergate about the whoever was shining so the, the laser in Tom Brady's face. That is Lasergate. Um, it would have been Lasergate. Laser beams, sharks with freaking laser beams. Loser power rankings. Loser power rankings. These are the losers and losers of the week. Okay. The Steelers are super big losers because they did not pay Le'Veon Bell. Mm. And uh, I think uh, you saw this year that they, they could have used someone like Le'Veon Bell out there scoring the points. Quite possibly. And because um, they didn't score enough points in the games they needed to to make it to the playoffs. So, yeah. yeah. Et cetera. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell. Could have helped time possession a um, bit. And... The Rams did the opposite of what the Steelers did and paid a bunch of people a bunch of money. Mm. He decided to leave a comment on a Bleacher Report post that talked about all the moves that the Rams made this off or this season, uh, like the Akeem to leave trade, the Peters trade, the Fowler trade, paying Sue fourteen million, um, getting Shields and played since two thousand sixteen, mm. Cooks fifty point five million guaranteed, Gurley the highest running pay, highest paid running back ever, and Aaron Donald obviously the biggest defensive deal ever and uh, they're in the Super Bowl so this is actually kind of the perfect situation um, for players because the the Rams are really doing the NBA style um, supporting players it's nice cushy environment for players Sean McVay is a very player friendly coach Mm -hmm. they are pretty much individuals even though I never really see the Rams out anywhere in LA like you don't see them a lot they kind of are are low key but they uh, they're different kind of low key Um, yeah they're kind of low key, but they they all have a name. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So big name. Right. So they it's, came there with. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So this is a different model because you're going up against the Patriots who are the opposite of that. It's all mm-hmm. about the system. Anyone can be cut at any time. Brady takes less money. Belichick is the one voice. Nobody talks. Nobody gives these crazy interviews. Gronk is really the only like personality, and that's just because that's there's just no other option with that. He says the normal thing you're supposed to say just funnier. Right. So like it's not even, there's no danger. Yeah, yeah. And he right. never gives anything. He never gives anything away. He's right. just he's just wild. But anyway. Le'Veon commented on it and said uh, exactly what you're supposed to do. They did it right. Forget trying to save for the future. You can go and try and win that right now when you can. And I, I actually agree with him. I thought that the Patriots or the um, Steelers should have paid Le'Veon and win right now because uh, now it's looking like you may not even have Antonio Brown. Uh, Big Ben's another year older. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a very small window to win championships in professional sports unless you're the Patriots. And that's just, you got to do it. You yeah. got to pay him. All right. Next. Boxing. So, did you watch any of these fights this weekend? Did you see any of it? Did you see any highlights you of it? Say fights. I'm talking about the boxing fights. We'll get to that question in a second. <laughs> I'm talking about boxing. No, okay? I was. I like a lot of people watched a lot of the post game interview more than the actual fight. Okay, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Well, Pacquiao and Adrian Broner fought, but the yes. undercard of that was uh, Badu Jack and Marcus Brown. And that was insane to watch. So basically, they headbutted each other, and Jack got a insane cut on his forehead in the, oh, in the, the seventh gash. round. And yes, and it was unbelievable to watch. I've never seen that much blood. The referee looked like he had murdered someone and was disassembling their body. They're, are you guys looking at it? Yeah, it's, I mean, he looked, ah! yes, it, it's insane. It, it like an episode like he, of Dexter. It looked, yes, he looks like he came out of surgery and the answer is just, they didn't make it, okay? It, it, it's, it's, it was insane. The yes. gash was this big. They slowed it down. Ooh. You can see the moment where they headbutted each other and, and it's like you see the split happen and then it just immediately, it's like a Kill Bill scene ah. where it's just like, what? In his head, it was. I cannot believe it didn't stop this fight. There was so, so much blood. I, I, they, they he fought oh, the entire way through. Credit to him. But the gash on, like, it is unbearable Jeez, to Louises. look at. Every time he, he like blinked, it opened wider. Oh. He's getting punched repeatedly Hi, in that. Yes, <laughs> it's it. Like for real. It was like, so hard. Rings, we were eye. watching it in the house. Like everyone is screaming it's just blood it was insane to watch i can't believe it didn't stop it i can't believe it didn't stop it um which leads me to my tweet about it um oh actually we should talk about pacquiao beat the shit out of adrian broner like i don't know what he's talking about it sounds nice quick question before i move on to that i'm gonna come back to that in a second um so Pacquiao beat Adrian Broner very right. convincingly. Mm-hmm. Okay, it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad thing. Like when I say he beat the shit out of him, like right. he just won. Like yeah. it was just very obvious that Pacquiao yeah. won. He's a better fighter the entire fight. Adrian Broner came out and said that he was robbed. <clears throat> you were not robbed. Anyone who watched that fight in entirety knows that he did not win that fight. Right. My question is, if you're a, a boxing trainer, okay, so in any other sport, when you're losing, you make adjustments. Right. Right? You Yeah, you try. You like, everyone's to. on the same page here. Like, guys, uh, we're losing this game. Yes. We don't need to change. I know we came in with a game plan. New game plan. Ready? Break. Okay? If you're a boxing trainer, is it an option for you to be like, eh, you're not winning. We're going to need to go for a knockout. Like, start swinging. I imagine so, but you gotta know your opponent. Who's knocking out Manny Pacquiao? 
well, he has been knocked out before. Yeah, it's, it's it's one of the most notorious knockouts no, yeah, in the history fan. of boxing. Uh, <laughs> it was a meme for a very long time. Okay. I'm sure you've seen Bad, it. Yes, okay. yes. Now that you, you say gotta, it. Right. You got to know your fighter. It's a lot about confidence. And, Thank you, Miller. Uh, okay, cool. So it's 11th round. You are convincingly losing this fight. Everyone in the arena knows you're losing the fight. Everyone watching at home knows you're losing the fight. I'm assuming you've been around some boxing fights before, so you as a trainer know your fighter's losing this fight. You don't want to, but you you lost the fight already. You don't want to lose being that person's trainer too by telling That's him some shit. Maybe he's fighting for the hood. I, 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 I just, I feel you're like, right, you're right. I feel I'm like you don't have to say it like that. Just be like, hey, time Go to change it. it up. Go for it. Yeah, you don't have to be like, yeah. hey, bro, right. you're losing. Yes. Do something. Maybe you just find a more delicate way to say, say you got to, you got to change it. Get knocked out or knock out. Right. Right. You lose because you're gonna lose. And, and to say, me, to me, like getting no, getting knocked down by Pacquiao because you're swinging wild is less embarrassing than convincingly losing the fight and then coming out and jumping on the ropes with your hands up. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Are you lost? No, no, no. Like, you, you definitely lost the fight. I just don't understand why that never happens. Maybe I'm just missing something. Uh, sweet science people, maybe you can explain that to me. Speaking of, um, so I tweeted about why they did not stop the Jack Brown fight. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. I, I don't like having to use hashtags. Yeah, they're. they're I don't like the aesthetic of it. The the. It's, you feel me? No, the hyper. The more hyperleaks. I'm saying this as a social media professional. The more hyperleaks in a tweet, the less likely it, it will engage. Right. That's, it's just, just, that's just. It's facts. not. Yeah. So I don't. And I'm also, not, Twitter made the change the algorithm now. So if you just say a word, you don't it, have to use it. It reacts as a hashtag. As a hashtag, which I terms. appreciate. Yes. Okay. Yes. But I didn't choose to include either of their names. Right. Because I wasn't acknowledging the UFC card. Right. Okay, for 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 obvious reasons, I thought we were all. Do- Apparently, we had to have a conversation about this because I thought we were all doing you that. You are definitely a boxing elitist. I I'm not a boxing elitist. I very much like UFC. Of course, I just uh, this particular type. card. I am, I'm not supporting. I right. thought we were all on the same page in that. That is fair. Yes, we gotta we gotta get people up out of here. You're I'm like you're not a TJ Dillashaw or Henry Cejudo fan. The other people on the card. Yeah. Okay. Heavyweight. I mean, look, I, I like Paige Van, Van Zant, but um, mm-hmm. I'm not like I'm just willing to make that that sacrifice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm not watching this this card. All right. I wasn't even going to acknowledge it. So I tweet about they need to stop this fight. I just want to give a special shout out because I refuse to I refuse to respond to people on Twitter anymore. I'm sorry, guys. Like those days are those days are over. Yeah. I, I'm an I'm an elite. Okay. Yeah. And, and I'm a top one percent in the entire world with the clapback game You're a on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. 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 Very good. Also, at too it. rich for this. Huh? Too rich for this to be responding on Twitter. I'm too rich. It's definitely not a rich thing. That's for sure. Okay, that's fake news. Um, Christ, it's not about that. It's about the fact that it, I, I cannot spend my day responding back to people on Twitter. It's yeah. very draining. And even though every once in a while it's very fun to roast someone, mm-hmm. what inevitably end up, ends up happening is then everyone starts roasting them, and then they come back and they're like, "I'm really just a huge fan of the show, and I was just joking." And it just takes all the fun out of it. It just oh ruins goodness, it. Yeah. And it's like, ugh. Yeah. Why did I waste my time with you? So I just don't. I can't do it anymore. But there was a whole list of people that felt the need to tell me that, um, sweetie, that's not how it works. Mm. And it was it's infuriating to me because it it, it almost compels me to be like, and just just construct the perfect takedown. Yeah. Pun. Uh, yes. But I cho- I opted not to. The point is, uh, you fucking dummies. There was a boxing match going on. Also, I'm pretty sure I can figure out that the, the, the fight ended the millisecond Greg Hardy's knee hit his face. Thank you, sweetie. Um, finally, UFC, biggest They're loser. Um, for whatever reason, I, I'm, I'm still waiting for a logical explanation for this. Greg Hardy is a UFC fighter now. Yep. Shorts and everything. 
So it ended exactly the way that it should end, and he should not be allowed to fight again. Um, UFC should issue an, a, a very lengthy apology for ever trotting this s- circus out there in the first place. It's a disgrace to the sport in every single way. There's, the, I, I, I don't, I don't want to hear it about him being talented or whatever. No, like no. it's like it's it's absolutely perfect that it ended up him being disqualified yeah. for for an illegal knee right in the middle of the second round. It's exactly what you deserve for trotting that bullshit out there. I think I think I agree with you, but his defense of I'm green, I didn't know you couldn't do that, is one I, I, I really, really like. Because if you didn't know you couldn't do that, yeah, who, I mean, I, I I would like that for anyone you? other than Greg Hardy because he shouldn't be out there in the first place. Right, that's so, all him and his trainers. Talking about adjustments, don't do the illegal thing. Why why would why would he not do the illegal thing? Is the better question. Exactly. You get uh, leopards don't change the spots. I mean, whatever. Like mm-hmm. the the point is, what did you actually expect? How did you think this was going to work out? There was was there an alternate universe where you like you went to the the guy on the the Thanos guy that can see the thing. What's his name? Doctor whatever. Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He he, he gave you the option that like there's a version of reality where Greg Hardy doesn't do something stupid and gets kicked out of UFC. Ooh, yes, Marvel tie. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I went yeah. through four billion uh, versions. There's one. <laughs> there's only one where we win. I can't wait for that movie, man. I'm it's, so it's, excited. It's, it's, it, I'll say this. Infinity Wars being on Netflix has been great. I'm, I'm trying not to watch it. I, 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 it's, it's a nice, like, any little quick 30 that you catch if you just put it it's on. It's so good. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's I good, saw so. Glass last night. You saw Glass? Yeah, I, me, Bella, and Earl went and saw Glass, and it was very good. It was good? It was excellent, actually. I had bad Rotten Tomato rating, so yeah, I was I mean, so I, don't, I don't recognize Rotten Tomatoes. No, I, don't, I, 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 have, I have to live my life, okay? You know, thank, gotta, you, I, thank you for your suggestion. It's cool. Right. Um, very wrong most of the time. You got to choose when you want to be sheep. I choose to be sheep. Yeah, I, when I feel like being tomatoes. led by a bunch of people whose, whose opinion I don't respect, then I go to Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Otherwise, it just goes to the movie I want to see, and I enjoyed it. It was good. It was very good. Actually. Samuel still got it. He still got it. It's very good. It's it's it, it's great actually. I'm gonna give it great. Okay, I gotta see Vice, and I gotta see. Do that. you like Split though? I was told it was good. And I, I didn't watch it. Though. Oh, if you haven't seen Split, you can't see Glass. Wait, is it a sequel? No, it's the thir- it's it's a trilogy actually. It's Unbreakable, it's Split, and then Glass. What y'all y'all talk, y'all looking at me agreeing? Y'all know about this? Yes. Why nobody talk to me about this? Who's who's sequel is? It? Who's the writer? Who's the director? And who's the person? And Night Shyamalan. And Oh, okay. That's it, why. It, that's it's why. Bruce okay, Willis. What do you mean? I'm good. I'm good. It's excellent. I, I know. I am a fan you've of his. Seen un- I like- you've seen Unbreakable. Have I? What's the one's that? With Bruce Willis. Okay, stop. You got to see Unbreakable, and Which then you that? have to see Split, and then uh, Unbreakable's old. You gotta see Unbreakable, then you see Split, and then you see Glass. I guess I still gotta and watch Split, them, uh, Rocky Split movies. was great. They they progressively get better because Split was great and Glass is better, and that's tough because Split is really good. Uh uh, is that that Samuel Jackson now where he was in Unbreakable? That's the same one. They got the same hairstyle. Is that him? Is it the same Samuel L. Jackson? In the movie thing, is it like the Samuel L. Jackson? You know what I'm saying? Yes, it's the same character. It's a three-part movie series. Is Brad Pitt in it as the guy he is from Seven? I just want to know what he did. M. Night Shyamalak pulls out a lot of shots out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, 36? I, mean, I, I can't I, come I, out of bed I, for 36. That's why I don't, that's why I don't even look at Rotten Tomatoes. I don't yeah. have time for it. What, what, what am I going to look at Rotten Tomatoes for when they're wrong? That's fair. I mean, no, I'm, I'm going to go check it out. Thank you. All right. All right, what's in the culture report? The 91st Annual Academy Awards, also known as the Oscars, 
I mean, February 24th. No, ABC. Is it always on ABC? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, a lot of Best Picture stuff. I haven't seen a lot of these Best Picture noms. Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody. Did that deserve to Did be Best Picture? Bohemian? Uh, you know I don't want to say that. The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, Vice. Who wins Best Picture? Uh, you saw you saw most of these. I saw all of them except for the favorite, and I didn't see Roma either. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Um, it's accessible. Behind yeah. Rhapsody was that good? No, stop calling it that. Uh, it's it, no, it's not. It's not that good. Okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna say I want to say Black Panther, but I don't think I don't think so. No. I think I'm gonna go. I think A Star Is Born does. They're gonna but get it's, to but Star it's like is the born. seventh time they made A Star Is Born. I think it goes to Roma. I think it goes to Roma. It's a lot of buzz. Netflix gets best picture. I, I think really? so. Yeah, because they like to, they like that. to give it some artistic to artistic ones. Yeah. Um, I think Black Panther will win a bunch of them. I don't think it'll win best picture. And yeah. I, and Star Wars, it's, it's literally like the seventh time they've made it. I think, or maybe fifth, four. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that, was you, that's what we do. We repeat the thing that's good so you can get the good things. Right, Anyways, right. But like all, best picture now. Uh, best supporting Marsh. Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali is is in the running for <laughs> Adam Driver, Sam Elliott. Uh, Richard Grant and Sam Rockwell. I don't understand how he's in a supporting role because I feel like he was the lead. Who? But I guess maybe I don't know how that works. Mahershala Ali. Mahersh- Stop calling him that. Mahershala Ali. Uh, yeah, that, that Green Book is great. Is a great movie because Viggo Mortensen is nominated as well for yes. lead actor. Yes, best actor. Best actor. Yeah. So I, I don't know. That's weird. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it to Mahershala there. Although Adam Driver was good too. Best actress, who you think is going to win? Scroll through those. Things. You what just you didn't want to read the first name. I can't. I, you know, I get scared. What is it? It's, you say it. Uh, okay. Yalitza Arpaccio. Ar- 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 imagine Ar- me Arpaccio. saying that. Ar- 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 Sound like I sneeze. Arparicio. Yalitza okay. Arparicio. What movie is she in? Roma. Okay. Um, Glenn Close, <laughs> Olivia Coleman, the favorite. Uh, Lady Gaga, Stars Born, Melissa McCarthy. Can you ever forgive me? It's going to go to Lady Gaga. Yeah, for sure. The, yeah, Stars Born needs to get one of the big yeah. ones. It, it's gonna go to Lady And Gaga. then I watch it. Yeah, no host. Trying, no. Oh yes. Trying new things. It doesn't need a host. It never does. What? Is it? I, it's just it's like whoever's a first person and then just start the thing. It's gonna be weird. I say Drake. Drake should host all things. Uh, He's great. Mm. He's great at hosting. Drake curse is over, by the way. He cleared himself. In a, was it Photoshop? Was that a real sweater? Like what was that? Was it Photoshop? That, that, that shirt he was wearing. No, you don't have a shirt with the patches all off center. It looked Photoshop. The Drake picture looked Photoshop. You're, you're the person that thinks that the the referee in the in the Todd Gurley picture is real too. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> all right, fun show today. Yes. Thanks everyone for joining us. Um, it was almost not a show because I almost chose to send Brandon home because he's sick and disgusting right now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Very rude, also. Actually, if you if you if you're sick, don't go to work because I'm gonna be sick for the rest of the week. I already know. So thank you for that. Thank Appreciate you for letting it. me power through for yeah. the content purposes. No, well, yeah, it was, it, it was actually kind of important. Um, but make sure but. you subscribe on YouTube at Maybe I'm Crazy Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you follow us on all our social media pages at Maybe I'm Crazy Pod. Share, comment, like, uh, be our friends. Yes, please. Uh, we appreciate you, and yes, very much we'll so. catch you next week. Bye. Enjoy the Pro Bowl. Yes. Oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so agreeable. The Pro Bowl. The dodgeball. Gotcha! Dodgeball's lit, though. Skill challenge. Hey. <laughs> maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm not. Oh.